This episode of the Fresh Start Family Show is brought to you by our Quick Start Learning Bundle, how to build a compassionate, firm, and kind discipline toolkit that works with kids of all ages. Head to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash discipline to grab your Quick Start Bundle so you can get going today on building up a strong, compassionate, disciplined toolkit in your home. Well, hey there, I'm Stella. Welcome to my mom and dad's podcast, The Fresh Start Family Show. We're so happy you're here. We're inspired by the ocean, Jesus, and rock and roll, and believe deeply in the true power of love and kindness. Together, we hope to inspire you to expand your heart, learn new tools, and strengthen your family. Enjoy the show! Well, hey there, families, and welcome to today's episode all about rewards and bribery. Who's ready to talk about this? I get so many questions about rewards and bribery, and just yesterday, the day before recording this episode, we had a really good discussion about it in my Bonfire membership group, so I thought... Let's talk about it, Terry. Let's do this. (laughs) All right. So we're going to cover three things today. Number one is why positive parenting curriculum doesn't teach families to rely on bribery and rewards. And the way I kind of spin that is why Fresh Start Family encourages you to take a break from using bribery and rewards to uh, to get your kids to cooperate and listen. Number two, we're going to talk about how refraining from or taking a break from bribery and rewards really teaches us as parents patience. And then number three, we're going to give you some alternatives um, that you can use if you're kind of in where you realize you're in a habit of relying on bribery and rewards a lot. So I think this will be really valuable to you. And this has become one of my favorite parts of positive parenting curriculum because I think a lot of families, when they get into a habit of using fear and force a lot, which is like, if you don't do something, kiddo, then this is going to happen to you. Or if you do do something, then this will happen, whether it's like, you know, all the traditional stuff. I find that they also are in a habit of using bribery and rewards. It kind of just goes together in my experience of working with families. So when we shift it and we teach them how to influence their kids with integrity in ways that don't rely on fear and force, but instead just true, strong, firm and kind leadership in their home, then we find that they also can take a break from the bribery and rewards And it just feels so much better at the end of the day when you get your kids to comply or cooperate or listen just because you were a strong leader, not because you gave them candy or paid them or let them have video games or give them pizza for dinner. So let's start off with number one. So why do we encourage you guys to take a break from rewards and bribery? And the reason why I use that language, families, is because... Here at Fresh Start Family, we never ever want you to think when you tune into these episodes that we are telling you how to parent. We are not telling you that what you're doing is wrong. You're you're doing a great job. You've kept these little humans alive, <laughs> right? <laughs> Which is a big deal, man. Uh-huh. I swear, like keeping your kids alive till the age of five is a big deal. Like you've you're you're feeding them, you're keeping them healthy, you're giving them unconditional love, you're doing the best you can with all the tools that you have right now, right? And you're doing an incredible job. And we, beyond five too, keeping a teenager <laughs> alive. Keeping me alive as a teenager probably was a big job for my mom. <laughs> Seriously. I mean gosh, think about that. Yeah. Um so you all are doing an incredible job. You're so seen and admired. You're working your tail off. Parenting is really I think the hardest job 
in the world. Um, however, we are here to encourage you and to challenge you to really get intentional and purposeful with how you are raising your little ones, right? Like the, the, the tools and the strategies that you're relying on a day-to-day basis. So that's why I use the language, why don't you take a break from it for a little bit? And this is why. So bribery and rewards really take out the intrinsic motivation for kids and it all ends up lying within the external motivation. So a big like core of a positive parenting curriculum is teaching kids how to have intrinsic motivation, meaning teaching them why it feels good to cooperate with your parents, why it feels good to be kind to your friends, why um, you want to listen to the teacher and stay quiet when she's teaching. Like all these things that have to do with how they feel inside when they're part of the team, when they are actually, when they behave in a way that is in a line with the way they were designed, right? To be kind, compassionate, loving, caring, cool, funny, fun human being. So that's kind of what we were referring to as far as intrinsic motivation or intrinsic self-control, intrinsic self-regulation. It all comes from within, which is a process as kids are growing up. So this is, you know, this is basically life skills literacy work. So what happens is when we rely on bribery and rewards a lot is we're using external control methods, which is I decide if you've done a good job. I will decide if you get the jelly bean. I will decide if you get to um, have your technology tonight. It's Can you see how it's all externally controlled? If you do a good job, then I'll get you ice cream. You know, it's it's nothing, it, it leaves a lot less room for the child to look at himself and say, I killed it on that. Like, I did that. I worked hard. Part of that journey was, you know, the journey is like crazy. When you and look, what was it for? And what was it for? What was the end result? Like, so that's what we're going for in the positive parenting curriculum. And over time, like I know in our own family, we've seen how crazy it, it works. Like to see Stella now at age 11, the amount of like intrinsic drive, self-esteem, self-regulation, self-control, um, I mean, she really does things not to please us, which we're stoked on. We do not want to raise kids that just do things because it makes other people happy. We yeah. want to raise kids who are doing things and contributing to the world in a beautiful way because they know it's right. Yeah. So, um, so that's kind of a little bit behind why we want you to consider taking a break. And let's get real with like what we're talking about here with bribery and rewards. So, um, bribery is going to look like, Hey, and I'll, and I'll give you some examples of our own life, right? So when you guys know our story, if you've listened to, to episode number one, when we first found the work of positive parenting, our little girl was about three and we were in a very deep, dark valley mm-hmm. <laughs> we were stressed out. Um, but at the time, for example, we were trying to get her potty trained. And so we would give her jelly beans, um, when she would go to the bathroom at fruit snacks, right? She was like obsessed with those little fruit snacks. And then, you know, what happened is a year later when her brother, um, was born and she got dethroned, we call it sibling dethronement when kids have a little one born, um, that rocks the world. But she reverted. She went backwards. So the the um, her potty training, you know, she she did fine. She ended up, you know, it came around, but she did revert and go backwards. So it's just an interesting note because that happens a lot when when people use bribery with potty training. So then fast forward with Taryn, our little guy, he's now eight. When he was potty training, um, he 
even though I was super tempted to use bribery, we, we needed to get him potty trained for um, preschool at the time because he was almost old enough to go to preschool. And at the time I, I was like, you know what? I just really need a break. They had an opening at the, our little school. And so I remember sitting him with him at preschool and um, he was scared to go to the bathroom on the big potty. And the, and the preschool places actually have little teeny potties. But he was still scared of it, something about it, and he just didn't want to do it. He just wanted to wear a pull-up, and I'm sure so many of you listening have similar stories. And so we talked to the director, we got curious, we did all this stuff, and then I remember sitting him with him on the preschool little floor in the bathroom and being so tempted to say, buddy, if you just go pee in this potty right now, I will take you to Target and I will get you anything that you want within like 50 bucks. I was willing to pay this kid. And in the back of my head, I think I had just started teaching this work. I was thinking to myself, fighting with myself. You know, my teacher swears you don't need to use bribery and rewards to get kids to comply. But in the back of my head, I was like, but what if this kid's not going to go to preschool because he won't go pee in the potty? And what if I could just, the whole solution could be, I just buy him a a Spider-Man toy. target like what if right so I had to fight with myself and I heard my teacher and mentor in the back of my head Susie just saying Wendy sit down just be patient just be patient and so um I sat down and I was like buddy we're not gonna go anywhere until we we take care of this and I'm here for you I'm here to support you and I think it was like three minutes we sat there on the ground together and finally this is so our little boy he got up and he goes okay fine and he peed in that potty And I never had to give him rewards or or bribery. So, but he's an example of how we did it different. We really like followed this curriculum and we really didn't use bribery and rewards with him. That's just one example. With Stella, when she was a toddler, there was a lot of it before we found this work. But examples, that's one example of bribery and rewards, but I'm sure you guys can think of um, a million. You know, the classic is like, you're not going to get dessert if you don't eat dinner. Or what are what are some of yours that like you know of? Well, it, what's interesting is when this was first brought home to me as even a thing, I didn't even realize it was a, a thing. <laughs> um, so it was okay. Bribery and rewards. It, I had to recognize that anytime I was using the words "if then,", then yeah. and I realized how much I was using it, and I was like, "Oh yeah, okay." So. I am trying to steer and kind of control this kid's behavior by by dangling a, a fruit snack out in front of her in all these places, yeah. and it becomes confusing. It's kind of a slippery slope because, like, you know, on the surface, like the potty training thing for you know, if you do this, then you get a jelly bean. That seems very innocent. It, I mean, it's all innocent. I don't want to say anybody's like right. making like huge mistakes here because we're all we all do it in some way, shape, or form. But you start to realize how it it. it it drifts into other areas and the kid starts stops to lose you know starts to lose focus on like what the joy is or or what yeah. the mo- real motivation is beyond the 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 treat or the thing and then sometimes they start to use it against you or like yeah. I'll yeah I'll do that if you give me this they start using it against you and you're like oh my goodness oh, yeah. yeah it turns into like just it doesn't feel right at the end of the night and i you know thinking back to that time i do remember how i fought this a little bit too in my head because it kind of went along with the praise versus encouragement discussion, which we'll record another episode on. But praise, like positive parenting curriculum basically encourages families to use encouragement, which is like, wow, you did it. Like, yeah. that must feel good. High five. Like, I'm inspired by you. Versus, 
like they encourages you to take a break from using praise, which is like, good job, you're such a good boy. Um, you know, and then often it come, gets combined with the bribery and rewards. Now you get an M&M for staying in your bed that last night because I've decided that you're a good boy because you did that, right? Mm-hmm. But I remember fighting it and being like, it's not that big of a deal. And now, after I've been teaching this work for so long, I'm like, holy smokes, dude. This is a big deal Yeah, that our kids are raised in day after day, month after month just expecting the carrot. And it's like, no, dude, there's not a carrot. There's not a carrot. The carrot is... Same thing with, like, the the sticker charts. I think that's one, too. It seems innocent enough, but, you know, a lot of people, it's like, okay, move the sticker up, and then when you have this many stickers, we're going to buy you a toy type of thing. Right, yeah. Um, I think about... You know, that's implemented a lot in, in the classroom, too. So, I mean, that's one of those things you can't, like tell the teacher not to do that anymore. But I remember working with Stella on this. It's like, okay, the teacher's going to do it that way. But with us working in a different way at home, right, yeah. I think it gave Stella the joy of like, when she was learning how to read and she finished a book, she was excited because she finished the book, not because she got the points or the sticker or whatever. Yeah. It started to become, I, yeah, I accomplished this thing and it feels good. Not because I got the thing at the end, it was because the process and it like, it, um, I I think it it made it more fun and more rewarding than putting the reward at the end. Like the, 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 the accomplishment itself was the reward. Exactly. And so that's what's important is to not, you know, not to come on, come down on what teachers do. I mean, gosh, teachers are amazing, right? Can you imagine? Oh, I'd probably 20- have sticker charts all over the place. <laughs> I know, right? So, yeah. Like 24 kids at once, right? However, when we do it different in our home, then we get to give kids the experience of all of it, right? So it's not just... A hundred percent. You're gonna. I, I remember back when Stella was learning to read. It's a perfect example. Again, like I was new to this work, and one of the teachers said one day at the fence, like Stella, if you finish that book tonight and take your quiz in the morning, I'll give you a Park Delian dollar. And I just remember being like, what? Don't do that. Like we're teach. We're trying to teach this, right? Like, and then my teacher, it just was beautiful. She totally set me straight. She's like, Wendy please. She's like, don't you dare think about coming down on that teacher. That teacher can do whatever they want. And I was like, okay, okay. <laughs> and so that really helped me realign my thoughts of like, but she said, but you are responsible for what you do in your home. And you are going to be having this little girl for 18 years. And what you choose to do is going to make just as much of an impact or a greater impact than if she gets paid to do a quiz. And it's imaginary money back then. But um, but yeah, it's a perfect example. I think it's it's good to like bring it up that sometimes we'll fight it a little bit, you know, because it's a new concept for a lot of us. And so many people ask us about this question. What about the sticker charts? What about all that? Yeah. Yeah. This was a paradigm shift for sure when it was brought home to me as a dad, you know, because I'm sure a lot of the dads out there are like, well, you know, if we're teaching these kids to be young adults and then adults, it's like, that's how the world works. You right. go get a job, you get paid for it, you get bonuses, and that's just kind of how the world works. But I would say, like, start to, like, back up a little bit, too, on, like, what you would want for your kids when they grow up is to love their job first. Yes, yeah. And then, of course, 
you need to, you know, have have a paycheck to keep a roof over your head and all those things. But wouldn't you love for it to be both? And wouldn't you love for their priority be to they love what they do first and they get paid for it? Not they get paid for it and then they may find some joy in the process. But really what they're doing is they're just looking at the paycheck as their their whole source of motivation. Yeah. I think there's a lot more joy in looking at it the other way. And so that's like, you know, I guess in simplest terms, if a dad jumps to, you know, this is how the world looks, like just look at it from that angle. Um, You might start to see it a little different. Take a break from it. Start to look at the way that you're maybe using it in your house and say, wow, what would it feel like if we didn't have to use that? And over time, if your kid was self-motivated to do some of these things. There's only one way to do that, and that's to remove the the bribes and rewards. And I'm telling you, it works. We're a living example of two kids that it works. And, um, you know, it's beautiful to see them. Yeah. Um, you know, don't have to ask Stella to do her homework. Don't have to pay her to do any of those things. The things that she gets paid for her are jobs that she creates and and things that we need done, not the things that she should do anyways. Let's chat for a hot sec, openly and honestly, about what your discipline toolkit looks like in your home right now. If you're anything like most parents, you're relying on the hand-me-down set you inherited. Timeouts, spankings, threatening of spankings, taking iPads away, three, two, one countdowns, groundings, taking away toys, e-bikes, iPhones, any or all of those kind of tactics that create a total relationship strain and don't even work long-term to end your child's misbehavior for good. Meaning you might spank your child or send them to timeout today for being air quotes mean to their sister or disrespecting you. But then three days from now, they're repeating the same misbehavior, which causes you to flip your lid because you know they know better. I want to help you learn a new way so you can end the vicious cycle that's keeping you stuck as a parent and causing you to feel super frustrated that nothing is working to get your strong-willed, stubborn child to behave better. My team and I have recently completely refreshed our Compassionate Discipline Quick Start Learning Bundle to help you learn a new way to teach your kids important life lessons, a new way to help your children learn from their mistakes and take responsibility for their actions. You can just DM me the word shift over on Instagram. I'm at Fresh Start Wendy, and I'll personally send you a message with a link to download this free bundle. I'm going to help you shift out of a punishment mindset and into a compassionate discipline one where you fully trust that connection-based, firm and kind discipline tools are all you need to be a strong leader in your home who holds your kids responsible when they misbehave, but does it in a way where they are learning the vital life skills they are missing when they mess up. So again, just DM me the word shift over on Instagram. I'm at Fresh Start Wendy, or you can head to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash discipline to grab your free bundle now. I am so excited for you to shift out of feeling guilty and shameful when you lay your head on your pillow at night and shift into feeling confident and proud of the way you handled yourself as a parent, even when you were wildly triggered and upset about the mistake your child made. Okay, I'm excited for you to dive into this free resource. I'll see you in my DMs and inside the free discipline bundle.
the youth, the positive parenting curriculum heavy because if we didn't have all the other tools, right. then it would be very hard, right? Because she is a power kid and we talk about that. However, we, do, we don't use any bribery or rewards with the kids. And we're no. going to give you guys examples here, you know, in a little bit of what some some things you can switch up that we do do um, that is is more based in encouragement and influencing them to comply than giving them a carrot for doing the task. Um, but yeah, I think it's, I love what you're talking about as far as like, you know, someone, if they're like, well, what's the big deal? That's the real world, especially when it comes to careers, right? That's a great example mm-hmm. is I'm kind of an example of someone who. It, um, is not following that that model, right? Of like, hey, you just go to work to get a paycheck. Like I am, I think every entrepreneur out there would say, you know, they're trying to chase a career and a dream because they're passionate about it and what they feel when they do it, what they're contributing to the world. Like that's at the end of the day, what makes me feel super proud and accomplished and just happy and joyful right at the end of the day and I think in a perfect world that's what everyone would want in their career now of course it's not it's not like there's always there's always something right and not everybody can go to work and be like wow I'm super excited about what I'm contributing I'm excited about what our our company creates I'm happy to be part of the team Um, however what if your kids were were trained essentially to see that through the journey their whole life like they would be more likely to be able to go to work for any corporation, even though the goal is like a big sales goal where they get the carrot, which is a big bonus, they also are trained to see the journey all along the way. That includes how hard they worked, how hard they contributed to the team, how much their their team members contributed and, and they cared about each other and what they are contributing through whatever product they are offering to the world. Like It actually is like a muscle, right? It takes... I think training to be able to see all those parts of the journey instead of just focusing on the paycheck. But but yeah, but I'm an example of someone who really is working hard to create a company more so based on what I'm contributing and what I'm doing to help others and how that feels. And then yes, the money one day, <laughs> you know, will be a, another um, a nice additional part of having a career or company. Yeah. Yeah. So before we jump on to the next one, I think there's also like, I don't want to paint the picture that there's no, there's no more ice cream nights. There's no more like, let's go to the amusement park. Let's do these things. It just gets reframed as it's a, that's a celebration. And yeah, which a... we're going to cover on alternatives for oh, them. Great. Exactly. Perfect. Perfect. I okay. I love it, okay, T, cool. but you're right. All right. You are right. All right. So next up. All right. So number two is how it, it really, when we take a break from relying on the bribery and rewards, how it teaches us patience. Because the real world includes waiting for things and giving our children opportunities to come through. And sometimes guys, that takes a few days. And when we refrain from jumping to the, if you just do it, I'll give you a cookie. If you just eat your vegetables, I'll give, we'll give you ice cream, right? It's like when you refrain from that and and you actually have the willpower to wait, even though you're worried that they're never going to eat vegetables or you're worried they're never going to pee in the potty. And like that story of Taryn and I at the preschool is those three minutes that I sat and waited 
I think were such a beautiful gift from God to teach me patience because I think it's very hard to be, be patient as a parent. And so when you jump to the bribery and rewards, it's just this quick fix that often doesn't create the long-term results that we want. And let me ask you a question. Yeah. So I think also what we're finding through positive parenting is like, did you feel more connected after you went through that with, yes. with Taryn or less connected? Like, so doing it the way you did it, even though I'm sure you were scared he wasn't going to go through with it and do it. Yeah. You just wanted it over with and you had to wait. Did, in the end, did you feel like you were more connected with him? Absolutely. Because you know what would have happened if I would have jumped to the like, you know what, buddy, just do it. And trust me, you guys, I was right on the edge. But that actual experience gave me the courage to do it more and more. But if I would have jumped to that, when I got to Target, I, you know what I probably would have been? I probably would have been annoyed. Uh, yeah. Because I didn't stick to my limit. So I would have had shame and guilt for myself that I'm a crappy parent because I just don't know how to stick to my limits. And then I would have been annoyed that I have a kid who can't do stuff on his own and he makes, you know, it takes, I have to buy him $50, which is out of my budget. Like all this yeah. stuff snowballs. That and we don't, you, quite possibly, because I remember some target visits for other things. You get into a power struggle over what toy, like, oh and everything gosh, like that. Yes, so yeah. then you create a whole other thing, and then you're annoyed even more that you're like, this is supposed to be a reward for you, and you're supposed to be thanking me, and it's supposed to be fun. It's such a good point because of And the then age. you're right into a whole other thing. Yeah, because at that time, he was three. Yeah. And budgeting when you're three is a very hard concept. Yeah. So we probably totally would have gotten into an argument and in the halls. Um, so yeah, it's such a good point and it is hard, you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie. It is, it is hard when you're, when you're in the pattern of using the sticker charts, the reward systems, I'll pay you for your grades. I'll do all this to, to really adopt this concept that we're thinking about. So, um, you know, be, hang in there. We're going to give you some ideas here on how you can switch it up here in a second, but it really does. I think it, it teaches us such patience and that is a lesson that we need. I think I always tell the families I work with that I think our kids are gifted to us from God as some of our biggest teachers in life. And so patience is one of those things that you cannot learn if you are not given a situation or put into a situation where you're tempted to just like jump the gun. You know what I mean? You can't develop patience, just like you can't develop compassion and empathy if you're handed people in your life that are just like perfectly like, hello, ma'am, what can I get you? I will, I will serve you. Like, or they're just perfect people. Like, you're not going to develop compassion and empathy because you're not put in situations where you have to forgive or imagine what it must be like to be in their shoes. Does that make sense? Absolutely. So patience is something that um, is a gift. So develop it and step back and just ask yourself, do I need to jump the gun and reward them? Or is this a situation where I could try some new things? Would you agree about the patience? Oh, for sure. And that's why I pointed out the connection too at the end of it. I think it's it's hard when you're in it. Yeah. Or when you're on the other side of it, you're like, wow, okay, I I see. There was something going on, you know, um, and, and this is with your kids, but this is life in general, other things too. I mean, uh, God puts us in situations where it's like, it's not for you to will your way into every single thing right when you want it. 
right. sometimes yeah. it doesn't mean you might not be blessed with it in the end it just means sometimes it's like mm, wait for just it wait. Yeah. wait for it or go through go through some things that y- you don't know how it's going to work out i mean i think every single job that i ended up going for yeah I thought I did a great, you know, great job at the interview and do all these things. I'm like, man, this, this really worked out. I'm going to get a call back. Every single one of those, some of them were months. And I was like, to the point where I was convinced I didn't get it. Yeah. And then it worked out. Exactly. And here's a little example of what you could have done, which is a little bit of a reverse bribery rewards, but you can see where I'm going with this. You could have emailed them and said, you know what? I know I've asked for that salary, but I'll actually take less. I'll take less. Just say yes. Like, I want to work for your company. Do anything I can. I'll do anything I can, right? But instead, you stayed patient and was like, that's what I'm asking for. That's what I'm worth. And I have patience that you will make the right decision. And you landed some incredible jobs over the years. And But I remember almost every single one. You had to wait an excruciating amount of time. Yeah. And I have another example. It's the career show now. I know. Well, this just goes to show you that the work we discuss on this podcast, positive parenting, everything that we learn within the foundations course and the bonfire within Fresh Start Family Programs, like it really does transcend all areas of your life because it's just good work. But another example of a season where we really had to wait instead of jumping to um, rewards and bribery is when Taryn, our little guy, had started, he was, so it's funny because I always tell my families, you'd be surprised. You think you have a kiddo that's kind of driving you nuts right now and he's the one or she's the one that pushes the buttons and has the most misbehavior and then one day they often switch places. <laughs> so what happened was Taryn, my little guy, was just a dream. He, you would drop him off at preschool or the church nursery or the, you know, the, um, the gym childcare, and he was just like, bye. And Stella was the one where she, when she was young, we would drop her off and she would freak out for like 45 minutes. We would come back. Remember, she would have a rash all over her face. Oh, yeah. She would be so PO'd. She wouldn't let anybody pick her up. Like, it was a nightmare to get her to go to childcare for like a solid year. At least. At least. At least. But Taryn was like, oh, I'll just go. He was a dream. You just drop him off. And then one day... He got really scared by something. We think it was the E.T. movie that we tried to watch when I was visiting my family in Maryland. Who knows? But he switched and all of a sudden started to get really bad separation anxiety and didn't want to go to preschool his last six months when we dropped him off. And then that snowballed into kindergarten all the way up to like a few months into first grade. Do you remember this? Sure. I know you do, but I'm just... I mean, that's a long season. That um, We're talking a year and a half, right? Where Didn't want to do any summer camps. Nope. Nothing. He yeah. wouldn't let us drop him off anywhere. And um, when we... And he had done all these things previously. So yes. it's not like... It, yeah. Yep. And when we um, had a babysitter, which was our cousin, who lived with us, he would chase me down the street crying, screaming, as I would leave for date night to go meet you for dinner. It was awful, you guys. However... That was a season where we could have easily jumped to like, hey, buddy, if you just stay with the babysitter, we'll give you that candy bar or we'll let you we'll buy those video games that you want that we've never said yes to video games on our house or, um, you know, we'll let you 
um, have more phone on time on the iPhone games. Like you can imagine all the stuff we could have jumped to, but thank God because of this work, we just had the ability to endure the season with grace and integrity and do everything that we could to help this little guy get out of this, this fearful phase that he was in. And then one day what happened to Families, I have a question for you. Would you love to be able to set really strong boundaries and rules with your children and then follow through with consistency and firm kindness? If yes, listen up. I have a program called the Firm and Kind Parenting Blueprint that I'd love for you to go check out. You can learn more over at freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash firm and kind. Inside of this quick, easy to finish program, I'll teach you four steps to really setting those strong roles, but then following through in a way where you're using connection and firm kindness. And what I'll teach you will actually cause your children to want to cooperate with you because they truly respect you and value the rule and the boundary and understand how it serves them, not just something that they have to do or else. And it's just an incredible feeling when you go to bed at night, knowing that you followed through on the rules and the strong boundaries in your home without relying on hand-me-down parenting tactics like fear, force, threats, yelling, harsh punishments that really create usually fear in your household, right? We want our children to listen to us because they respect us and because they understand why being part of the team, cooperating well, respecting rules, all those things, why that feels good as a human being. We want to do those things um, in ways that cause our children to want to respect us, not just because they're scared of us or a consequence. And that's exactly what I'm going to teach you inside this program. So again, head on over to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash firm and kind to learn more. But in under an hour, this program will teach you some really effective strategies on how to create agreements with your kids instead of compliance statements, which is where a lot of parents go wrong and why their children don't end up respecting the rules or the agreements that they've made. And then I'm going to teach you how to use empathy. I'll teach you how to engage your kids' critical thinking skills when you tell them to do something and they say no. And then I'm also going to encourage you to understand how to empower your children. When children feel empowered, especially strong-willed kids, they will cooperate a whole heck of a lot easier. Okay? So I want you to go learn about this program and let me know if you have any questions, freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash firm and kind. Yeah, it just, it, it kind of started to, I think he needed to go through something inside himself. We had supported him all along, but didn't confuse him with this, like, you know, forcing him out of it through bribery and rewards. And he came around. And then one day, he just went. He just started going. Yeah. And now we look back at that season and we're like, there's there's nothing we look back on and regret. Like, we didn't train this kid to go go to school, go to skateboarding, go to camp because he was going to get something when he got home. We just, we just taught him that he wants to go to school because it's a wonderful place to be. That he should go to skateboarding because he loves skateboarding. And then he got to get through it on himself. And in the end, I think... He, that's like, that's what he, his memory of that year and a half will be is how he got through it, I think, you know? So anyways, just another example there. Okay, so let's 
let's give you what Terry was so excited to give <laughs> you, these alternatives to if you are in a season where you're using a lot of bribery and rewards, some things you can do to switch it up. So Terry, tell them about the celebration thing because I think that's a perfect example of instead of saying, if you go, if you go to school, if you go to camp, if you do your homework, then we will do this, but instead doing celebrations instead of as a family. Yeah, I, you know, I think there's been certain times, especially like spring breaks and, and times where we know we're going to be tested with the kids around a lot where we would be um, more tempted to say, you know, guys, I need to get some things done. You guys are around like if you could just do this, like we'll, we'll get you ice cream tonight or whatever. Yeah. Um, reframing it um, to where, you know, it, it's like, hey, this has been a big week you know, we've got a big week ahead of us. I'm looking forward to doing all these things this week. I know you are too. And I need to get some things done this week. This is what mom and dad have going on. What do you say we plan a celebration for the end of the week so that we can all come together and celebrate, you know, doing all the things that all of our goals that we have for the week. Yes. So, so then it's, um, it's more of a, we do it as a, as a family. Yeah. It's a celebration for all of us. It's not a reward for just one of us for doing the thing. It's we, we all have goals and we have all things we want to do and it's acknowledging that and then let's all come together and celebrate. Yeah. And what's something that's fun for all of us. And it's and I think it teaches kids like we're going to work as a team. We're going to do our best and we have faith that we can do this. So we're setting out with this very strong intention. Um, and, and at the end, this is what the hard part is for parents that they're like, but... You go to the celebration no matter what. Because, you guys, we have to start letting our kids experience, you know, accomplishments and successes in a way that doesn't include perfection. So it's like in order to celebrate what kids have done, we don't need to say like, wow, well, you you didn't have 100% success. So now there's no celebration. It's like this idea of, you know, if you ask your kid, to stay in his bed all night and he has a pattern of getting out of his bed. You know, I've had clients who are like, my kid gets out of their bed like six times a night. And we had a season with our little guy. Oh, yeah. He would get out of his bed like six times a night. And then so, you know, you say, okay, kiddo, um, you know, if you stay in your bed tonight, we get to go get ice cream tomorrow. And then the next day, or like he comes into your bed two or three times that night. Um, and then the next day you're like, nope, well, you didn't get, you didn't do it. Of course, it's like it's a creates a lot of like drama, right? But however, you get to decide that as a parent, you don't know how many times that kid wanted to come into your room when he's two and a half years old, and instead of coming in ten times, he came in two times. Like that's growth, you guys. Like the fact that he even thought about not coming into your bedroom before you know he came in. That's growth. Like you've got to acknowledge that there's going to be growth involved, and so when you place. Um, any type of acknowledgement or, you know, encouragement in the hands of your kids to say, hey, you did, you, do you think you did a great job this week? Did you contribute to the team? It was spring break. Mom had a lot of work to do. Dad had a photography trip. What do you think? Like, how do you think you did when it comes to contributing to the team? It makes them critically think about what their contribution was. And then you still celebrate that you got through the week and you had a great week. So the, the simple switch up is like, just turn it more into celebrations and don't withhold the celebrations if there's not perfection. And don't hang it over their head every moment of the week right. either. It's like, because I think that would be um, 
a really key takeaway that you're you're out of tools. You're you are missing some sort of tool if every time your kid is is not behaving during that week that you're like, we're gonna remember there's a celebration. There's a celebration on a Friday. You don't wanna right. if you if you keep doing this, you're not gonna get to do the celebration. We're not gonna do it. like That's that, when you know it's a bribery. That is a again. key <laughs> indicator that you are out of parenting tools and that you need some um some support and some ideas. Um, and maybe that's why you're here too, listening to the podcast and you're curious about just what it is, or maybe you're already a foundations, um, course, um, you, you know, student, or you've gone through it, or you are continuing to go back to it and review because you yeah. do need to go back to it and review. And there's so many seasons of life where you'll need to go back and say, Oh, I need to refresh myself on these tools because I'm lacking, I'm lacking tools in these situations. And what, and just to elaborate just a little bit on what you're talking about, T, is in, in that situation that we're talking about, it would look like, hey, my kid's starting to misbehave. He's not doing what I asked. He's not doing what we agreed upon at the beginning of the week. So right now I'm tempted to say, hey, we're not going to have that celebration at the end of the week that we talked about, which is turning a celebration into bribery and rewards. And instead, when you have a full toolkit, you get to walk away, do some self-calming and self-regulation, show, like, Find some empathy, which leads to creativity and creative problem solving, power struggle dissolving, and then you come back and work with the kiddo to find a solution to help them move forward with good behavior. That's what it looks like in different in comparison to just jumping to like, hey, if you keep doing this, there's no celebration at the end of the week. So it's a big difference. It's actually it's a slight but big difference. Um, with the celebration versus bribery and rewards, okay? And then number two is sequencing is another thing I love to teach parents to teach kids. So this is the idea of we just do things in life in a certain order. So for example, we take a shower before we go to work. We eat dinner before we have dessert. We, um, what are some different examples? We um, fill up our car with gas before we drive across country. So sequencing is just a way to teach kids like, hey, um, we're going to have this fun thing later and first we need to do this. And and it takes it, a, I think it, it helps us have a different perspective of like, hey, we're going to support you through getting this done first before we move on to that. But we can't move on to that until we get this done first. And I think the gas tank is probably the biggest, the easiest way to give that kind of visual example to a kid. So does that make sense? What do Absolutely. You think about that? Well, yeah. I mean, even this week that's happening, um, Taryn has been just so loving these uh, Tech Deck skateboard um, toys that he has, and he just wants to come downstairs on a school day and just get right yeah. in, get right into it. And so, you know, I've been asking him, you know, like, hey, what are all the things that we need to do to make sure we're ready for the day, and then we can see how much time we have left over before we head to school for, for tech decking, but just explaining to him sequencing, it's like, let's get ourselves ready and then let's do that. Yeah. Um, cause if you do it the other way around, you might not be ready. And so I think that's, you know, the gas tank is something that's very easy, like an entry point for yeah. them to, to understand and then apply it to a situation like this. And, you know, I've seen him a couple times look at me and he's like, Okay, I get it, you know. Right, so, yeah. you got to do everything first. And then, yeah. you know, I know a lot of parents would be like, but what if he doesn't listen? And so that's, you know, a different episode. Yes. That's logical consequences and compassionate discipline. Yeah, so many of these things start to work they, together, yeah. but you have to understand them all individually in order to, like, 
really like have your ninja tool belt on um, in some of these situations. Yeah. But yeah, just a sneak peek of what it would look like is mom and dad that night after he goes to sleep, if he's really having a hard time with the sequencing, we put the tech deck in an area that is not accessible until the next morning we have success at doing everything first before we move on to that. Then we bring down the tech deck where it's actually, so that's just an example of kind of a a, a next step. It's a sneak peek. (laughs) But I hope that helps you guys. Um, Again, you know, so many families have rewards and bribery going. So please don't listen to this episode and feel guilty or shameful about what you're doing. But I hope it just encourages you to think about a new way you could work with your kids and also challenges you to really get intentional and look at what some of the effects of using consistent bribery and rewards with your kids could be which I hope motivates you to switch it up. Because in the end, we always want to motivate you and inspire you and encourage you. And often that's going to include some challenging thoughts that come your way. So, all right, we'll see you next time. For more information, go to freshstartfamilyonline.com. Thanks for listening, families. Have a great day. All right, listeners, that's a wrap. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed recording it for you. As we wrap up here, don't forget to DM me the word shift or head to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash discipline to grab your free discipline quick start learning bundle. You'll get immediate access to download our extensive learning guide where I'll share five ways you can ditch the old school hand-me-down punishment mindset beliefs and thoughts that are causing you to react like a volcano volcano instead of respond like the firm, kind, respectful teacher you are at your core. And then you'll also get immediate access to my on-demand workshop where I'll teach you our three core Fresh Start family strategies that make up a strong, compassionate, disciplined toolkit, as well as my favorite logical consequences that not only work with kids of all ages, but do wonders to unite you with your child and strengthen your relationship, even in your kid's worst moments. So pop on over to Instagram right now and just shoot me a DM with the word shift and I'll send you a personal link to download that bundle right away. Or you can head to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash discipline to get access immediately. All right. Thanks for listening and I'll see you inside that free bundle and also inside the next episode.